0: Snapdragon did not live up to his fierce name. He did not bite or sting, and he allowed Charlie to take him to school, in a matchbox, and show him off. Even Charlie's teacher did not know what kind of beetle Snapdragon was, which, combined with his colour, made him seem all the rarer and more remarkable. He might be the only one, said Charlie to William. The only one what? The only one of his kind of beetle. Don't be silly, Charles said William loftily. He must have had a mother and a father just the same as him. He might have come out of an egg, Charlie said. Well, eggs have mothers and fathers, don't they? He might have been an orphan egg, said Charlie, turning away. Oh, don't be so stupid, Charlie, said William angrily. And I wish you'd shut up about your beastly beetle. I'm sick and tired of him. William made a horrible face behind his brother's back. "'changing it quickly into a mad grin "'as Charlie turned around again. "'And I should think everyone else "'is fed up with him, too,' he said. "'I'm not,' said Charlie, "'putting Snapdragon in his matchbox "'and sliding it shut. "'I think he's lovely. "'Well, no one else does. "'Yes, they do. "'Mandy and Laura do.' "'Mandy and Laura were in Charlie's class, "'and he particularly liked them. "'Usually, William did not tease his brother about this.' when he did feel like getting Charlie's goat, there was one sure way to do it. "'Oh, Mandy and Laura,' he said scornfully, "'your girlfriends.' These words William knew drove Charlie into a wild rage, and now he rushed at William in such fury that he dropped the matchbox on the floor. Much later, when William and Charlie's mother had broken up the fight— William came back into the room and saw the box lying there. He picked it up and opened it. Inside, Snapdragon was quite still. Is he dead? William wondered, and he gave the beetle a little prod with his finger. Immediately, Snapdragon opened a pair of small curved wings and flew out of the matchbox and out of the open window and away. William thought quickly. No good leaving the box wide open. It would be plain that he had done it. No use shutting it right up. How, then, could Snapdragon have escaped? Carefully he closed it so as to leave a small gap at one end, a gap just big enough for a beetle to have crawled through, and put it down on the floor again. Then he slipped quietly out of the house and went to play with his friends Sam and Weasel. Luckily— It was William and Charlie's mother who picked up the matchbox and opened it and found it empty. Luckily, she came to the conclusion that William had hoped for. What must have happened, you see, she said to Charlie, was that when you dropped it, it slid open just enough for Snapdragon to get out. He's sure to be somewhere in the room. I'll help you look. But though they searched everywhere, there was no sign of the escaped prisoner, and Charlie was very unhappy. I'll tell you what, said his mother, when I make a cake for your birthday next week, I'll make a chocolate snapdragon, a big one, to go on the top. In the days that followed, William began to feel more and more guilty about snapdragon. It would have been better, he felt, if someone had actually accused him, but no one had. He thought about confessing, but decided against it. Instead, he had a sudden, brilliant idea. There was a shop that he knew, where they sold all kinds of small toy ornaments, mostly little models of animals in wood or pottery or glass. Some were made out of seashells stuck together, and one of these was actually a beetle. It had a big oval shell for a body, and a small round one for a head, and little twisty pointed shells for legs. It was even a reddish colour. It was also rather expensive but William was determined to buy it for a birthday present for his brother. Then he wouldn't need to feel guilty anymore. He unscrewed the plate in the belly of his piggy bank. As well as William and Charlie, there were seven other children at the birthday party.